And joining us in the country crossover for a Friday afternoon, thanks to Linton Contracting as executive producer of the country out of Dunedin, Rowena Duncan. Welcome to Friday. Oh, thank you, Andy. And thank you for that wonderful song intro. I thought nothing could cheer me up today on a Friday, but obviously Sandstorm always can. Well, the music today, Trina and the ladies in the office chose it. We've actually got Harry Belafonte, all based off the We Are The World. You guys talked about it last week. I watched the doco over the weekend on oh, Netflix. so good. That was, that was awesome. It shows you how precious that Prince really was when a time yeah. of ego goes to the fore. Yeah, and also I took it precious, but I also took it as in um, maybe a little shy or a little... Uh, withdrawn when it came to other people being around and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, obviously he missed out on a massively awesome opportunity there. But it was also quite emotional, I think, watching it. Like, you got a real sense of how everyone was feeling. And, yeah, I thought it was beautifully put together. Huey Lewis, he sounds like a real... He, he would have been a dude back in the day on the lash, Mate, eh? I think I'm putting him up in my... You know how you play the game, you can have three people to dinner, any three people. Yeah. I reckon I'm putting him in there now because he has got great chat. It was awesome, wasn't it? You just watch the doco, it's 90 minutes. And like Sir Stevie Wonder, and you're looking at all these egos that are in the room and Diana Ross, Dion Warwick of all people as well. A lot of them Amazing. just seem like very, very genuine, down-to-earth people, but... When you got egos like that in the room in the mid eighties, where rock music at the time was king, unbelievable and pop for that matter. It could have been horrific. And uh, one thing I did like really notice when I was watching it is, thank God they didn't really have social media back then because no. that would have been impossible <laughs> trying to bring them all back on track if they're all on their bloody phones. That's a matter for another day, old cell phone technology. <laughs> but anyway, Sasha Bond, um, her record attempt going for 452 for f strong wool U-sharing record. That's a lot of sheep in a day. It is a lot of sheep in a day. And as, as we've uh, said today, you know, she's trying for something that no one's done for 40 years, and that's to hold the nine-hour sheep uh, use and lamb record at the same time, which is pretty amazing. And, yeah, it's just really interesting watching these record attempts and stuff because some of them like today have been really really close but you don't know how it's going to go right until the end because they've got stamina and they've been training and things are different you know every year or couple of years we're seeing real changes in how people are tackling these world records and it's just amazing to see quite a production and quite a performance and just a huge huge support team and behind them but it has been one of the best summers of world record sharing that I think we've ever seen. It's been magnificent. And the hotter weather earlier on, today might be a bit of a different story up there in Tiana. but throughout the summer, the days I have done these records, the weather's played ball pretty good, and that's helped. Oh, is she in Tiana? I keep saying Tikawiti today. Well, it's a No, well, Chitty's <laughs> up there. I mean, Chitty, yeah. she was at work yesterday morning. I don't think she can drive that far no, in, like, 20-odd hours. I was thinking that. So, yeah, know, I've got my T's mixed up. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. But, look, the other thing that's happening uh, today and then again tomorrow is the Young Farmer of the Year contest, the Otago Southland final. Of course, we're into the new way of doing the competition format for this year. Uh, where we've got all the, the kind of district finals have come together as one today. We'll find uh, the finalists for the regional final tomorrow. And it's just, it's an exciting way of doing it because people can actually plan for it, get those two days off. And it seems to be a lot less work and a lot less travel for everyone kind of combining it as one. Times have changed. Our lives are busier. We've got more commitments. And uh, yeah, when you're relying on the workhorses uh, of volunteers, uh, yeah, I think this is a great way of trying things.
It's, and that's the thing. I, talk, I talked about it with Nigel Woodhead yesterday on the program, and Nigel's up there. He's going to be judging as well over the next day or two and having a bit of input. And he's a former winner. He knows what it's like, and it's a volunteer basis. It's like anything these days. You have to have a format that works for those people that can help. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, it's brave. It's brave changing a 55-year-old contest, but it needed to be done. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out there tomorrow. Um, I'm one of the evening judges for the quiz, so, uh, yeah, really hoping I'll be on my A game and uh, making sure I don't mishear things and, yeah, keeping keeping the contestants honest. Masters Games, that's happening in Dunedin as well. It's not just a week of drinking, is it? <laughs> Well, for some, I can't answer for everyone, but no, it's a wonderful week. I've been on the board for three years. It's great to see an event happen because two years ago we had to make the call in uh, December to cancel and it was heartbreaking. It was absolutely heartbreaking. As Southern Field Days uh, would know, you don't want to miss when it's a two-year event and all that volunteer work that we've been talking about has gone into it. So so that was a really devastating call to make. So it's great to see, you know, the weather playing ball this week. Uh, and, you know, last yesterday afternoon went into Brewbar and the Octagon with Jamie there. We were there to meet Andrew Hoggart who stood us up, but that's another story. Uh, but, you know, there were so many people from cruise ships in town and so many competitors from the Masters Games. You can spot them a mile away. So that was great. Uh, there's a whole heap, a whole cricket team down from Wanganui. So I'm going to watch them uh, in their game at 4.30 this afternoon. Andrew Hoggart stood you up. He did. He did. He was late. Well, he eventually came into work at 4 o'clock. We were due to meet him at the pub at three o'clock for a coffee, to be fair, because there's no cafes open at three o'clock. So, yeah, about half past three, when Jamie and I've sat there, I've had an alcoholic lemonade. Jamie's had a cappuccino. I've ordered everyone a bowl of fries and some cheese rolls. Uh, and then they didn't turn up. We rung them at 3.35, said, where are you? Oh, we're still 15 minutes out of Dunedin. So there's a lesson for everyone. Communication when you're running late goes a long way. Uh, but in saying that, uh, a miracle happened yesterday afternoon, Andy, and I found the best cheese rolls in the South. Whereabouts? At Brew Bar. Emerson's Brew Bar used to be called Max Brew Bar, the pub on the corner of the Octagon. Yeah. A pub, no less. I've been down here for six years. I am very partial to a cheese roll, as my waistline will attest. These are the best hands down that I've had in the last six years. What was so good about them? They had, I think, a bit of garlic in the inside of them. They had a really good ratio of filling to bread, and they had chutney on the side. So if you wanted to spice no, you know it what? up, you could. No, you know what? If chutney you wanted to Ugh. stay traditional, you could as well. But the seasoning in the cheese, and I'm sure there was a hint of garlic in there, it just made it so incredibly tasty. It wasn't one of those ones that you pick up, and it's, you know, the cheese is token, and it's more bread than cheese, and there's no flavour to it, and you're just disappointed, and you never want to be disappointed when you pick up a cheese roll. But these, oh, I just want to go back. I just like that. If you've got the tasty cheese in there for me, that's one thing. Dome Cafe in Mosburn, good cheese rolls there. I'll throw that out there for you. Well, you need to come to Dunedin and try my cheese rolls at Brew Bar in the Octagon. I'll take your word for it, Row. And just before <laughs> you wrap up as well, the weekend, Highlanders pre-season, all these other Super Rugby teams get to go overseas to these far-flung exotic <laughs> places. Um, Highlanders get to go to the Glasshouse, don't they? Yeah, they do. And uh, look, I'm not 
Um, I'm not sad about that. When you look at the state of finances at the moment, good on those other teams for being able to afford it. Uh, but you've got to make sure at the moment, especially, that your team is viable financially. And look, if we, for us, that means walking to Forsyth Bar Stadium across the car park, so be it. Uh, yeah, and it's great. They're playing my Hurricanes. Your Hurricanes. Oh, well, it's yeah. all pre-season. It's like this game last week. It doesn't matter whether you win, lose, or draw. It's about participation. But um, Lee Halfpenny, out for the season oh. pretty much already before the season started. I was crying in my cornflakes over that one, I tell you. I'm absolutely devastated. He was the one thing I think I remember saying to you that gave me excitement about Super Rugby this year. Now that he's gone, I'm back to on the cricket buzz and uh, watching a bit more NBA. Yes, cricket season, Ray. We'll leave it there. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> you too. See you Ro- next week. See you next week at Waimumi. Rowena Duncan in the country crossover. Thanks to Linton Contracting. Up next from NS Vets, Andrew Cochran.